Get ready for truth and transparency from an ocean of liberal tears. Welcome to the Blue Shark Show with your host, Mike Lang. Once again, we have the Hood County judge double down on law enforcement at Commissioner's Court. Now, you know, Hood County Ron, he's the highest ranking, arguably the highest ranking Hood County Democrat that we have, right? Yep. I would say that he definitely is the highest ranking Democrat, yes. Well, he doubled down and he mentioned in in this video, you know, he spoke about the decorum and he went over the decorum again, which we did on our previous show. And he spoke about the law enforcement in the room ready to escort anybody out that didn't have a positive influence, right, on Hood County. And the sheriff was there, and he mentioned other constables. So I wonder what other constables he was talking about. Probably uh, Constable Precinct 3, Randy Ellis, a.k.a. Yes Man. So if you got any suggestions or comments that want to make Hood County a better place, we certainly do welcome those comments. But if you hear to just disrupt and call some ruckus, I'm sorry, we got the sheriff here, we got bailiffs here, we got constables here today, and that's just not to be tolerated. So Van Vernon goes up and he reads a petition that was signed by, I think they said 140 people. Commissioners, I have a petition. Just like was turned in about uh, three, four meetings ago. And Judge, I'm sorry. Can you raise the mic up, please? Judge, I'm sorry. It's against you. I fought for you when we were running the first time, and I have been disappointed. We, the undersigned qualified voters of Hood County, Texas, pursuant to Article 5, Section 24 of the Texas Constitution, Petition the Commissioner's Court of Hood County to fairly and without bias investigate to the full extent the Hood County Judge, Mr. Ron Massingill. I was one of the signatures, happy to be. Me too. I was a signature and, and I signed my name really big. And you know, it kind of goes into episode 85 that we did back in November of last year, six months ago. And it goes over the emails from the Hood County Judge that he was doing in his office, private emails from his law office, and having the helpers, the Hood County employees, doing emails with him and going back and forth with different cases with different attorneys in Dallas, and I believe it was Houston maybe and in other cities, but he was using his Hood County office and emails and Hood County employees to do his business in Dallas. Yeah, and that's uh, Ron at BNM Dallas is that email address, and it is so wide known that many county employees actually only, they only specifically email Ron at BNM Dallas because they know that he conducts the majority of his county business on this private email server. I've seen lots of those emails, and he routinely uses it, and county employees routinely only email him there. And you can you can watch in the email headers to see who all is actually included in these correspondence. And these county employees know if they want to talk to our county judge, you don't send him an email to his county email. You send him an email to his BNM law uh, email address because that's where he that's where he actually checks his email. Go to episode 85 because we do a full episode on why and how 
and where the emails go. And go back and watch that episode. It'll open some eyes up. And I'm wondering why it took six months for somebody to even bring up this petition about the emails and the abuse of office that could have occurred in Hood County Judge Ron Massengill's office. Uh, I would I would say based on conversations I've had with county employees that abuse of office has definitely happened. Now, whether or not the Hood County prosecutors choose to do anything and ask the right people the right questions is yet to be seen. But as far as Ron using county employees and county resources to conduct business for BNM Dallas, uh, that absolutely has happened. And I find it interesting that, you know, it was basically the county judge that was ramrodding the investigation into my office, claiming like two and a half or three years ago that my office, I was using my office for a private company, and I was investigated by the Texas Rangers and, and exonerated. But it sure seems like now maybe there was a little bit of projection going on in that he was trying to deflect at that time because the emails that I've seen go back multiple years of this practice. And so I would encourage an investigation going forward because I'm suspicious that they're going to find out of the chute. He was using his law, law firm email address to mask his, his county uh, business, as well as having his private law firm business being done by county employees ever since the beginning of his term. And it's funny that you mention having that investigation, uh, Ron Massengill himself said at the Republican Forum the other night that he welcomes an investigation. So I would welcome District Attorney Ryan Sinclair and County Attorney Matt Mills to actually conduct that investigation. And as that petition says, if they feel it prudent to call in the AG or the Texas Rangers or some outside unbiased uh, prosecutor to handle that. And you know, throughout emails, and emails are funny, you can get an email on your your private email account, or you can send one or go back and forth. But there's even a difference between going back and forth sometimes on a, you know, private email or trying to do business at home and you, you do something, you put it on there. But when you're talking about a business email going to Hood County and employees working through there, that's a whole nother ball game. And that's the, the difference. When, when we did an information request, we had hundreds of emails. And some of the emails we didn't put on the show because it pertained to, and we didn't know if it was ongoing cases, um, you know, divorce cases, things like that. And why would you have that information available to the public when you're an attorney? Well, I think that's probably because Judge Ron Massengill feels entitled. He feels entitled to use that office however he sees fit, and he feels entitled to use taxpayer resources for his own benefit. He is the king, after all. Please subscribe on YouTube and Rumble. Go to the Blue Shark Show or BlueSharkShow.com, our website, where you can get members-only content, where we take the shows and we actually expand them and go further. So the highest ranking Democrat in our county, you know, was on display last night at the candidates forum for the runoff uh, in the Republican primary. And it struck me that he very forthrightly addressed the crowd multiple times saying how he works so well with all department heads and how nobody's ever filed a complaint with him with the Judicial Conduct Board. And I'm sitting in my seat 20 rows, I'm sorry, 20 feet away from him and I'm sorry, I filed two complaints with the Judicial Board against our county judge, and 
he doesn't work with me at all. So he's, he's, he's stretching the truth, I guess is the, the nicest way to put it. And for him to do it in such a public forum and in such, in, in people's faces like that, it's just very brazen. And I guess some people are going to buy it, but I'm hoping the voters don't. We jest with him being the highest ranking, you know, elected Democrat in office. And we all know he's got that, you know, Donald Trump donation award that he puts on his wall or it's in his office somewhere, the certificate. So, you know, he's got that to back him up that he's a Republican. But, you know, we, we're saying this in jest, but we really mean it. You can wallpaper your walls with all the awards you want, but when the truth is the truth, it doesn't matter what's wallpapering your walls. It's just wallpaper. It doesn't mean anything. Well, and that's actually one of the gimmicks that the Trump campaign used, and they used them well. You know, they said, hey, if you donate 25 or 250 or $1,000, we'll send you a, a Trump card, a Trump club card that says you... You unequivocally back President Trump, or if you send $1,000, we'll send you this thing that's, you know, uh, got a copy of Trump's signature on it. It's all a bunch of BS. But wait, didn't the Democrat judges that he supported in Dallas, didn't they send him one too? Oh, they sent him all kinds of stuff. You know, it's funny, I went through the Texas Secretary of State, I'm sorry, the Texas Ethics Commission, and found over 40 Democrats to over 40 donations to state-level Democrats over the last just few years. I can one-up that. Do it. Um, in some of the emails from the county judge, there actually was emails from the campaign of a Democrat judge in Dallas engaging him in conversation where it was obvious that he is and has been in the past very active in this Democrat judge's campaign. So it's not just that he donates to Democrat candidates. He's actually active in Democrat campaigns. So let us not kid ourselves to think this man is a Republican. He can call himself a Republican. He's not a Republican. He's an opportunist and he's an authoritarian is what he is. And he happens to align himself with Democrats these days. Well, and the authoritarian, I think there's a whole lot of truth to that in the way he handled COVID. I mean, it was his belief. He even had his own triple cross church saying, hey, you know, you guys have to film everybody out in their cars in the parking lot parked at least six feet away, and we have to send these in to Judge Massengill so we can, so he can see that we are all compliant with His Majesty's orders. The man is a bona fide authoritarian, and, uh, you know, I'd even go so far as to call him a despot. Well, and folks, don't mistake, now listen to this, don't mistake accountability with judgment, Okay. Because we hear all the time, oh, you're negative, you're judging, you're doing this. No, it's called accountability. And every elected official should have accountability in their office by the citizens. You look at Ron Cotton, and Ron Cotton got fired. They don't like to hear it, but it's all over social media. When an elected official doesn't do their job, they get fired, right? And when they do do their job, like a Dave Eagle, they get rehired. And the citizens say, yeah, keep it up. You're doing a great job. Only one side in this current local you know, campaign fight, only one side is digging into people's divorce decrees and going into people's backgrounds and, and slinging, actually slinging mud to people as recently as last night with the county judge basically losing his cool and pointing his finger at people. I wish we had video of it, but he's, lo he's lost the, the high ground if he ever had it. He's, he's lost his ability to lead. 
The last several commissioners' courts proved that. Last night's uh, forum uh, made that even more clear. So I look forward to the election runoff because I don't know if our county can handle this clown um, on the dais ruling the way he's been ruling for another four years. I don't even see how we move forward as a county and get the county's business done when we've got this contention and the county judge will not back down and will not allow the citizens to vent their frustration. And the thing that really irks me about that, if he were a commissioner, that would be one thing. But as the presiding officer of the commissioner's court, he's supposed to be unbiased. He's not supposed to take positions, but when you get up there the way he does, where he's got point-counterpoint with Dave Eagle as if they're two attorneys going at it in court, except he's also supposed to be the judge, that's not the way this county's supposed to be run. He should be sitting back, listening, more than talking. Of course, he does twice as much talking as he does listening. One could even say that he has two mouths and one ear. That's not the, that's not the way that he's supposed to be doing it. But we've been letting him get away with it for four years, and hopefully the voters think better than in the Republican runoff. Where is it really going? Is this, is this petition? I, I mean, we all know what the real process is to deal with these politicians. And I honestly believe while the people who signed the petition that was turned into commissioner's court the other day, they absolutely believe that there needs to be an investigation and there does need to be an investigation. But I believe we gave it to commissioner's court. And I say we, cause I signed it proudly. We gave it to commissioner's court to show them the absurdity of trying to rule by petition. This is not the way to run a government. And this is further proof that Ron Massengill has no control has no control of his court, and, in, and at times has no control of himself. So we were demonstrating absurdity by being absurd and also showing honestly that in two weeks we could amass 130, 140 registered voters on a petition, and that whatever petition showed up a month ago against Dave Eagle, apparently they'd been drumming it for several months, and I think that someone determined there was less than 40 uh, registered voters in Hood County on that list. So when you weigh these petitions, one is actually more legitimate than the other, but let's just get real. There's a process for this, and it's time for Commissioner's Court to set aside this political theater and get back to work for the people of Hood County. And we're heading into a budget season, and so we need to set this childishness beside us, behind us, and move forward. In reality, it probably isn't going anywhere because six months ago, the DA, the county attorney, IT, everybody knew where the emails were going and what they were doing with county employees, and it, it fell on deaf ears. So really, it probably isn't going to go anywhere. I don't expect it to. That's just the way the system is. Uh, however, at least it's brought to the citizens' attention. They can decide at the ballot box. If we had real news in this town, a real newspaper, Maybe this stuff with petition wouldn't be necessary because they would already know of the shenanigans that's going on in this county. It's only because we have a newspaper run by slimy and slimy PC that we even have to fight this battle. So we're taking on responsibilities we shouldn't. The news media should be taking care of this for us, honestly, but we're doing their job for them. So we're actually showing the public, look at this ridiculousness right here. And, uh, and hopefully the public will pick the ball up and make the right decision on voting day in a couple of weeks. Well, our daily newspaper or twice a week newspaper uh, does have an agenda. 
and they do a great job and have over the years at spreading that liberal socialist agenda and will continue. And I don't know why people think that, hey, it got bought. You know, it, it's the same as it was before. I would argue it's worse. I would argue it's more of the Granbury style sheet than it is a newspaper. Well, you can talk about schools and you can talk about events and you can talk about what's going on in the neighborhoods, and that's great. But when you talk about real stories or what's going on in city council, commissioner court, for a county that's over 80 percent or supposed to be over 80 percent Republican, conservative, um, the balanced news is zero out of that paper. You can't argue with it. I mean, it. I would love to see, over time, the circulation numbers of our newspaper, because I refuse to believe under the new ownership that they've actually made any progress on what the prior owners had, because we had a lot of hope that when the newspaper turned over that we would actually see a real news source in this county, but it's been sorely disappointing, and so I guess we pick up the ball where they won't and run with it, and I guess it's we have to take the mantle ourselves to inform people. I give them credit. They take the judge... They take Ron, Commissioner, Precinct 2, and they take everything they need and they put it in the paper and they put things in the paper with the city council that they need, their agenda to be pushed. And it's different outlets like ours on Blue Shark and different people on social media that have to get out the other side of the story. And do they do that? No, not at all. When you think about it in its most basic form, that law firm also holds the contract to be the city attorney. So would we ever hear about the seven major federal lawsuits that have been filed recently against the city of Granbury for wrongful termination of a pregnant mother during COVID? No, we'll never hear about that because the paper, through its owner, is conflicted. When you are someone's attorney, you have to represent them to the best of your abilities, and if you just so happen to own a newspaper the only newspaper in town. You can't report on the misgivings and the misdeeds of the city you are also charged with representing. And that's part of what my issue with the Hood County News has been ever since the new owners took over. It's like you can't work for the government and also have a newspaper because that's how you get state-run media. That's how we enter into a totalitarian state. That's how they have it in Russia. The government runs a newspaper. That's how they have it in a lot of Eastern European nations. The government runs a newspaper. This is Texas. And I think we deserve better than that. But, you know, that's by design. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah, that's not a mistake. No, that's that's, that's a feature. Yeah. That, <laughs> that is not a flaw. Right. That is a feature in that system. And that is what really irks me is that people look at the paper and they say, well, you know, there's new owners. Let's give them a chance. I've been giving them a chance since they took over, and they were pretty good at first. They kind of kept their mouth shut on political issues, but first they went after Constable Shirley here, then they went after uh, Commissioner Eagle, now they're going after several others. And it's like, guys, they are right back to where they were, and it's up to the advertisers in that paper to go back to boycotting and force them to sell again. You know, I've, I've said time and time again, I don't want history to repeat itself. This community needs a local paper, and I think we can sustain one. But unless we have somebody at the helm that's willing to be unbiased, 
and willing to tell the whole story. So you've got a slimy attorney from the slimy attorney firm in the city representing the city and also backrooming county business. City oh, business. oh, no city business, but also backrooming county business. Oh. I would argue they, they stick their little tentacles into county business and also running the paper. Are, are we writing a really bad novel or is this how we really, this is what our, our city and our county, this is what we're facing. A slimy attorney firm with connections to both the city and the county also running your newspaper and being highly political. That's it, what I'm talking about when I say local imitates national politics. We have everything here in Hood County going on at the same level that we do with the national level, with everything that has to do about the media, the fake news, and Biden and his team running over to the news media to get their stories out. It's the same down here on a local level with the judge running over to the Hood County News to get his stuff out. It's the exact same, but people don't want to look at it that way because they know the judge. You went to the event last night, right? Mm -hmm. So there are people there that like the judge, which is great. People there that don't like him, which is great. And that doesn't have to do with him personally. Mm -hmm. It has to do with the way he has done his job as the Hood County judge. Not the way he's done his job as a husband, a father, a grandfather, whatever it may be. It is the way he's done his job as a Hood County judge. And people on a local level cannot separate that. And that's where if we fail at the local level, that's where we're going to fail. I absolutely agree. People can't see beyond the tribalism. Oh, my family knows him for 30 years, and I've gone to church with him for five years, and everybody knows him. He's a good guy. Well, you know what? He may be a great guy at church. He may be a great guy at the grocery store. That doesn't make him a great representative of the people in a commissioner's court setting or a great legislature, legislator or a great uh, mediator or a great negotiator. None of those things go along with the fact that he's a good guy. The county judge might be a great guy. I might love to sit down and have a beer with him one time. But you can't look, you can't honestly look at the job he's done as county judge without that bias and say that he's done a good job. You can't. You, you, you can say he's your guy. You can say I'm on his team, but you can't at all look at what he's done here in four years and say he's done a good job. It's impossible. You can't. Unless you lie to yourself. Exactly. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Hit that subscribe button to the Blue Shark Show. We're on Rumble and YouTube. And we also have BlueSharkShow.com where you can get member-only content. Please go to our website. Check that out. One of my biggest issues with Judge Massengill has actually affected me on a personal level. During COVID, I went to his office and I asked him, Judge, would you please consider this resolution to reopen Hood County after he had unjustly and unconstitutionally closed us down? And he was in there, he was sitting back at his desk, he had a giant freezer bag full of about 20 different masks, and he was trying them all on. He's like, oh, stop right there, you know, as soon as I crossed the threshold into his office. I said, okay. And he said, what are you here for? I said, well, Judge, I would like you to consider this resolution to reopen Hood County. 
and he said, absolutely not. We can't go against the governor. No way, no how. Uh-uh. And uh, I sensed that it was a waste of time, so I said, okay, judge, well, we'll see you later. And as I go to turn around and walk out, the judge said, hey, Mr. Criswell. And I said, yes, judge, what can I do for you? He said, does that it? your ex-wife still have that protective order on you? And I said, yes. What's the relevance there? He said, next time you go to run for something, that's going to get hung around your neck. Within 24 hours of that conversation, my ex-wife called the Fort Worth PD and alleged me of very heinous crimes, of which I was not even convicted, and then called CPS and alleged that I had been beating my oldest daughter. I find the timeline on that to be no coincidence. And so for me, in this election, it is personal. You know, is Mark Shackelford the best man on earth? No, none of us are. None of us are perfect. So in 2018, I was appointed constable. And I came here from a big city with big city experience. But I knew that I was the new guy on the block. I didn't know anything about anything when it comes to county government or being a constable. And so when I took this position, I purposefully went into it like I've got a lot to learn here. I have experience, but it's not necessarily applicable. And so I tried to come at this humbly and learn from a, from a place of, uh, from a place of earnesty that I didn't have all the answers, but very quickly it became apparent that I wasn't wanted around here. And that coincided with uh, the seating of Ron Massengill. And it's taken almost four years of perspective to really kind of put all the ducks in a row and figure out what the heck have I really been experiencing here. And between the investigation that led to a Ranger investigation, an investigation of my office by the Texas Rangers in which I was exonerated, and then later during my campaign, the dirty stuff they pulled on me in my campaign, um, and since then, they tried to get rid of me while I was taking care of my wife who had cancer. Um, I know on the backside, Judge Massengill was very active working on the backside to try to kick me out of office because I was taking care of my wife who had cancer. Terminal, potentially terminal cancer. I look back in the totality and what kind of person does that? I didn't come here with an agenda. I came here to do a job. I was hired to serve the people. I ran for re-election in 2020 and I won re-election. I had two opponents. I won decisively. That bought me nothing with this county or with this county judge. I don't have an admin assistant. I'm the only elected official in this county who doesn't have paid admin assistants. So my office hours, they're when I can be there because I don't have paid admin. You know, I have a truck that barely runs because it's got electrical issues. I'm almost afraid to ask for another one because they're just going to say no. And this judge has been at the forefront of fighting me in my office the entire time, and I've yet to figure out what, he ha what problem he has with me or with my constituents in Precinct 2. But Precinct 2 deserves the exact amount of representation and funding and um, service as every other precinct in this county. And this county judge's hand has been active in subverting the activities of my office, my ability to fulfill my responsibilities to the Constitution and to the people. And he's been disrespecting my constituents. 
So I'm asking you, when you enter that voting booth in a couple of weeks, I'm asking you to consider all this, not just in Precinct 2, but all over the county. Is this the type of man that we want to push forward as the representative of our county facing the rest of the world? And I'm telling you, he's not. Mark Shackelford may not be the perfect man, but he's the man in the arena, and he's the man who stands up actively and vociferously for the Constitution and for the rights of the people. And for that alone, he's got my vote. And I encourage you to consider your vote very carefully when it comes to the runoff re-election. Can't we all just get along? No, we can't. Because people have different values. They have different ideals. You can respect the people. But once again, don't mistake accountability for judgment. We're not here judging people. I'm not here to get along, to go along, so it makes it easy for the people on the leftist Marxist side. I'm here to call them out. And basically, as a Republican that follows the platform, so should you and the other Republicans. It's time that whether you're a police officer, a teacher, whatever it may be, whether you work in real estate, whether you're a business owner, it's time for you to stand up for your biblical values. Please stand up or at least get out of the way for the people that do. Shark Show out.